Hello and welcome to a new episode of Let's Read and Wine About It, where we talk all things bookish and drink lots of wine. So my name's Zoe. And I'm Ray. <laughs> and in this episode, we're going to be doing an author spotlight on one of our favourite authors, the Queen of Dark Romance. Here he goes. Honestly, welcome back. <laughs> yes. To the land of the talking, Zoe. Oh, it was absolutely torture for someone who loves to talk so much to not be allowed to speak. Yeah, like, you sent us a voice note and you sounded like you were on the verge of tears, but it wasn't, it was just your voice. And I'm sure I replied, I was like, why are you voice noting? <laughs> it was like, I need to speak. <laughs> You're like, then this happened, and then... <laughs> It was literally torture. I live alone with my cat and I still found it so hard not to speak. Yeah, that would have that would have killed us. But that's the thing, if if I'm just in, in the house, just me and my dog, I'll be like, so Ben, we could do this today. Oh, and me I'll and Dorian have full on conversation. Uh-huh. You've got to, you've got to, 100%. But yeah, we're back. We're ready to talk about books. I'm sure our 40 listeners have missed us. <laughs> Those 40 listeners include our parents. Um, <laughs> So I'm sure they're really glad that we're back. I just appreciate that they don't understand half of the things we talk about. Yeah, so. like peens. I had to say it. I had to say it. It's been two weeks. I had to say it. I had to explain what bump peens meant to my sister. So. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, is it that? Um, I thought that would have been self-explanatory. To be fair. Well, I think she thought it was like an actual like bookish term. I was like, nah, that's just us being weird. <laughs> nah, that's just us. <laughs> just one hundred percent, just us. Um, yeah, cool. So I don't know if you follow us on Instagram. Hopefully you do. Um, but this week's episode, as we mentioned, is about KV Rose. It is an author spotlight. We're hoping to do a couple of these throughout our time. Um, and KV just felt like the right one to do first. Yes, because we've both read and loved so many of her books. And I know there's like a few that I haven't read that I love hearing you talk about as well, because I'm always excited to read them. So we're going to start by talking about our favourite books of hers and also our most anticipated of her new releases coming up. 100%. So um, can I go first? Yeah, of course. Uh, My favourite book is potentially the first book I read. Yeah. Um, it is Ecstasy, and that was the first book I read by K.V. Rose, and it was life-changing, as dramatic as that sounds. <laughs> um, like, oh, I can't even, it, it'll be one of those, uh, we might have to put like a blanket spoiler warning. Yeah, I feel like because it's episode. an author spotlight, there will be... There should be a blanket spoiler yeah. for this episode. And I also feel like this episode will be for people who have already read KV Rose. Yes, but we won't be giving away any key details. Oh, no. So we're not going to take the fun out of reading it for anyone who hasn't read KV Rose. Yeah. But you're going to want to by the end of the series. 100%. <laughs> like, 100%. Um, yeah, so Ecstasy is about... It's, it's, is it a love triangle? It's like a toxic triangular shaped drama <laughs> yeah it's kind of like a triangle drama rather uh-huh. than a love triangle that's yeah that's how i'm going to describe it from this point on triangle drama um it does follow three different povs we've got zara alex and eli my man um little psycho that he is yeah so zara is a drug addict um and just putting that out there, that's not a spoiler. I mean, no, it's not a spoiler. I'm pretty sure in the very first chapter you find out she's just Yeah, that's high pretty much, yeah. Um, and then Alex is Zara's boyfriend, but they are very toxic. <laughs> I think this is the thing with KB's books. She writes the most beautiful, toxic people. <laughs> yeah, like you root for them, but you don't want to. Like yeah. deep down, you're like, <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not. It's not even morally great at this point. No. It's just they have no good morals. <laughs> no. There's there's literally no right or wrong in these books. It's yeah. all a grey area. Hundred percent. Even though it is right, there is right and wrong in these books. We just ignore it. <laughs> oh, we just ignore it. That's the thing. If I ever met anyone from KV's 
backlog of characters. I'd probably in, run. In real life, I would run in the opposite direction. Oh, yes. But when I read it, the feminism leaves my body. It just... <laughs> it just doesn't exist on uh, this planet. It, it just escapes my body. Um, yeah, so... But she does talk about, like, the darker parts of, like, life, the darker parts of the world, really, as well. And yeah. it does, like, highlight a lot of things like that. But it is primarily around... A very toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, look at all this bad stuff that's happening in the world. But here's a really toxic relationship that to we're going to for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even the relationships are healthy. That <laughs> should be one of those, like, you know, like, them really, um, like, over-the-top commercials. Um, like, it's uh, not, it's yeah. not like in America. So enthusiastic. It's like, really enthusiastic. <laughs> just, just do that. But for all of Kiwi's backlog. <laughs> so it's like a happy one. emotionally at three o'clock in the morning. Here's Ecstasy by KV Rose. Want to hate yourself a little? Here's Unorthodox by <laughs> KV Rose. <laughs> Want to question your relationship with men? Here is These Monstrous Ties by KV Rose. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, but Ecstasy. Um, it is, uh, it's not a darkest. Uh, no, it's not a darkest. It's like, I will say like that one's kind of like a deep dive into like the human psyche a bit because. Oh yeah, because of Eli. Yeah. Like, but not just that, because of um, Zara as well, like the male yeah. female character with her struggles as well. It's like. That's why it was so life changing for me. Like I, when I first read Ecstasy, it kind of opened a lot of. I made us realise a lot of things, personally anyway, that like people go through similar struggles. I'm going to just leave that there. <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm not going detail. Yes, but, this is yeah. not a TED Talk, but yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about drugs, starting with Ecstasy by Kami Rose. Um, yeah, but I didn't even introduce Eli. Eli is Alex's housemate. They all go to uni together. <laughs> um, and Eli wants Zara for reasons I still don't quite know. Yeah, I don't even think Eli knew why. No. To be fair, Eli doesn't really know anything. To, well, <laughs> he knows nothing. He knows nothing. <laughs> you know nothing, nothing Eli. Eli. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just that. It's not so much that what he knows. He just like, if he wants something, he, that's it. That's all he'll focus on. Yeah. Like, he's a little sociopath. <laughs> I just love him so much. I just honestly, but that's another thing as well. He's actually my favorite character out of all of them in that book. I'm actually, oh, okay. I was gonna say he's like potentially my favorite character out of all of her characters. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which is really surprising because when I read, so Ecstasy is book one, um, and there is two other books currently out, Ominous One and Ominous Two, but they were set before Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. For reasons that you'd know if you read it. And when I read Ominous One, I was like, why does he sound familiar? <laughs> and Eli reminds me of someone who I knew when I was younger, who I didn't like. He had him, in fact. And I'm like, but all of a sudden, I love Eli. Like, well, not all of a sudden. It's been a very long relationship, but... <laughs> I mean, it started from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your very first delve into KV Rose. Well, that's it. Because I, I think that's what it is as well. Um, XC, yeah, it's, it is dark. But it's not like like mafia romance or... No, it's like I said, it's more the dark side of human nature than anything yeah. else. Like, it's based on about addictions and... Well, the obsession. human, yeah, obsession. Like, uh, KV writes really good obsessive. Yes. Obsessive characters. So speaking of obsessive characters, <laughs> I'll actually say what my favorite KV Rose book is. Yeah. And it's actually the first book I read of hers. And I went straight into the deep end, and I hate myself a little bit. You know what it's going to be, don't you? Yeah. It's unorthodox. <laughs> one and the series is called sick love there's a reason it's called sick love it is a horrible book that is amazing <laughs> right it this is what made me like kv rose because okay. it is such a horrible like storyline like yeah it's tragic brutal. it's brutal it's cruel and just 
Yeah, it's it's like not even a romance. Yeah. To me, it's not a romance. Like there's rom- no, but that's what I'm saying though. Like she doesn't she doesn't write romances. Like yeah. I don't even feel like like we always say she's the queen of dark romance, but. She's just the queen of darkness, really. She's just the queen of darkness. Let's just change the the naming of that. But (laughs) it's just, it's such a horrible book, but written so well. Yeah. Like, you relate to them, even though you don't want to. Like, you do not want to relate to someone who is a slave owner (laughs) and trades in, like, and is in human trafficking, pretty much. And, like, mafias and gangs and all that. And yet, you... Daddy Max, though. <laughs> yeah, you want him to succeed. And I'm like, but succeed at what? His succeeding is literally against everything you want in the world. But I'm just crying because for those people who haven't read Unorthodox <laughs> or have no idea what it is, all they're hearing is just slave trading and human trafficking. And then me go, Daddy Max. <laughs> I should probably explain about what this book's about. I just went into a full-on rant about how I really wish I didn't like it, but I love it. That's the thing, though. We're we're expecting some of our listeners to have read it, at least, I mean. So, um, the first book, Unorthodox, uh, follows a young girl that has been taken from her life, who her life, anyway, is already in that world. Pretty Um, rough, anyway. Yeah, she's within, like, a different gang, um, she's the daughter of the leader, and she's getting taken because of a peer, like because of that something that her dad like a did. Debt, yeah. Yeah. Um. So in order to pay that debt, he takes her and basically trains her to be a slave in a very brutal way. A sex slave. Yeah. Just a final nail in the coffin there. And it is horrible. Like there's bits in it that are heart wrenching. It makes you want to cry. You just you want her to get out safe. Like yeah. you continue reading the story because you want to see her free at the end. It was mad though because like when I first read that book, I I can't remember. I think I actually read Unorthodox after I read um, these monstrous ties. Like I read them in a weird order. I'm sure, but I read. Ages ago, I've told you about this story. I read a book. It was like my first toe dipping of dark romance. And it was where like a woman had been kidnapped and she was like chained up or whatever. And like a kidnapper like would come in and have sex with her and then go. And like I read it and I couldn't finish it. I was like, what on earth is this? <laughs> Never reading dark romance again. And I think it was just, I, I still can't remember what the book's called, but I think it was just like the way it was written. Where like this is pretty much the same. It's like a captivity. Yeah. Um, held against will. Like. I think it's more so the fact that she doesn't... There's no Stockholm Syndrome in it. That, like, Max, the main guy in it who's took her, um, he is brutal, You but you get his backstory so you find out what made him that way. <laughs> it's not justified in any way. Still. But you understand the journey yeah. of it. But it's not a love story in the fact that... No. It's not Stockholm Syndrome. She doesn't falsely believe that she's, like, in love with him. It is obsession on both sides. Yeah. But it's also survival on hers. That's what I really liked about her character. Yeah. She's she, potentially one of my favourite female characters, actually. Yeah. Because she's so strong. The stuff that, like, she had to go through. Yeah. And she's just so strong. But that's it as well. Like, I think... Kaylee, um, she'd posted, oh, was it for Christmas? It might have been over the Christmas period. She'd posted in our Facebook group something like, oh, um, imagine like a short story or like a, or maybe it was something about Netflix and chill. And like I commented and I was like, I cannot imagine Max and Addison having a Netflix and chill like at any point. No. I was like, they would be trying to murder each other then having sex, and then Netflix just happens to be on the background. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> um, but it's a case of, like, she makes him question himself. Yeah. It's not her that's questioning, like, the Stockholm Syndrome and questioning if she loves him and that. It's, like, him that's starting to question his life and his life choices. But then it's also, it's not, I know I talked about, like, the slave trade. Yeah. and But it's not graphic. No. It's like you read about the cruelty, but you don't read it. It's not graphic. You oh, don't yeah. read about the scenes, like anything like that. It's just more so you know that it's happening. Yeah. Um, Which is very sad. And my heart was in my throat a lot of it. And my skin was crawling. Like, and really... that was the first book you read. And that by was the that. first book I read <laughs> by Kiri Rose. into it, man. 
But I loved jumping into the deep end there because, like I said, it was written so well. Yeah. Like, everything I've said there, I should hate, but yeah. I didn't. I loved it. Well, that's it, because, like, I mean, to be fair, a lot of... Pretty much all of K.V. Rose's books end on a cliffhanger. And that it's not like a... Some of them will be, like, a not-purposeful cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, like this With this one... This is a big cliffhanger. It is a big yeah. cliffhanger. It's a big cliffy. <laughs> and considering this was the first book I've read from her. So I was going to say, because I think I read I've it... I've been dangling on that cliff for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think I read it in 2020. Yeah. Is that when it came out? Um, um, back to my good old Goodreads. Um, yeah, I think it was end of 2020 or 20, beginning of 2021 I read it. And when I say that, I don't even read that one for the romance. Like, I am not even rooting for Edison and Max to be together at the end. I don't, I honestly don't think I kind of don't Endgame. want them to be together. I, do, I genuinely don't think they're going to be Endgame. I genuinely don't want them to be. <laughs> but I do want him to have a redeeming arc. Yeah. I'm rooting for his his redemption, but... Yeah, it came out the 9th of June, 2020. Yeah. So. I think I read it at the end of 2020. Yeah. Um. But yes, that's my favourite. Yeah, that's a that's a good. It, to be fair, it's a it's a rough first one to read, but also good. I remember my friends. Well, our friend May. Yeah. Um, who is May first of her name on Bookstagram? You mm-hmm. should go follow her because her book recommendations are amazing, oh, and she is literally much. one of the nicest people I've ever met. But um, she actually introduced me to Dark Romance and KV Rose, and she recommended. I think it was Ecstasy mm-hmm. as the first one. And yeah. I was, but she just posted a review for Unorthodox at the time. <laughs> so you're like, no, I'm going to read So this I read that one. one. I was like, oh, which one should I jump in for? And I was like, may as well just go straight <laughs> on in the deep end. Yeah, I think I read, I'm sure I read Ecstasy first. And then I was like, this is amazing. This is, as I mentioned earlier, life changing. And then I read, and then I think I went in there. Because by the time I picked up these monstrous ties, I think already all like four of the series have come out. Yeah, so I read these monstrous ties were my second KV reads. I read Ecstasy after them actually. Yeah, okay. But I think once I'd finished Unorthodox, I was like, I need to read all of our books. And I think I just rinsed through all of them. Even the Let Me and Break Me, I think it is, which is like our first. I actually haven't read those ones. They're good. Yeah. yeah they're, they're the ones I think the based are they based in Canada? I think they are. Cause she's done like a QA before, um, and she always writes about where she knows. So she obviously lives in Canada at the moment. And then she she, she wrote about it in there. But yeah, I I liked it. Like obviously it's I think it's one of our first ones that she published, if not the first. It might have been a debut, I'm not sure. I mean they're definitely on my list to get to when I get back into my dark romance reads, I had to take a bit of a break from it. I always feel like I need to take a break after I'm yeah, I go in like, I go in like a spiral of yeah. dark romance, <laughs> like deep down into a rabbit hole. And then I start questioning everything about myself. Yeah. And I'm like, right, okay, let's leave this now and go read some fluffy fantasy. Like literally, um, I, I finished, oh, I mean, we're just interrupting this KV fangirling right now. But I finished Manacles by Selin Yu. <laughs> Which was the fanfic that I was taking the Mickey out of um, a couple of episodes ago. Not that I was taking the Mickey out of, but I was like, oh my god, it's like three hundred and seventy thousand words. Like, and then no she went and read all of those three hundred and seventy thousand <gasps> words. I didn't sleep. Like, it really set off me insomnia. Like, I just could not sleep. And then I, I just went into a little hole of fan fiction. So then I had just like, but my my comfort reads are like MM contemporary romance. So I reread some little MMs that I knew were like fluffy and like a little blanket and I curled, curled up in a little ball. Um, but yeah, I don't normally get that way after dark romance. It's normally like, I don't know, it's normally like gravitational pull towards yeah. different types of books. But yeah, um, back to KB Rose. <laughs> okay, so now that we've mentioned our favourite books, how about we say what our favourite characters are and then we can introduce the books they're in. Okay, so 
Wanna go first? Yeah, my favorite male character. So I don't, I don't like it either or because it's so hard to just pick one. So I did mention Eli, um, which we obviously know that's for ecstasy. But then I also mentioned Lucifer, Luce, my man. <laughs> um, he is the original main character, male main character of these monstrous ties, which is book one in the Unsainted series. Um, oh, he is messed up. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, everyone in the Unsainted series. Oh, is yeah. Basically, every character of KV Roses is messed up. <laughs> I know, is there actually... Right, is there a character that is written by KV Rose that that is okay? <laughs> Maybe, like, a side character somewhere. I don't even think there is a side character. Wait, wait. Okay. What about Addison's brother? He didn't seem as messed up as the others. Addison's brother? Yeah. Okay. We are back. <laughs> we had to cut out a bit there because we were just full on spoiling all of um, Unorthodox. Um, right, so y- you think that... No, no, but... This isn't spoilery. But Addison's brother is still not okay. <laughs> well, no, but I'm saying he's the least messed up that we've read about, mainly because he's probably not really in it much. <laughs> Yeah, he is definitely going to be messed up. <laughs> yeah, he's probably going to be messed up when he gets in it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Let me think. I don't think there is. No, there isn't. No. I love how I was like, oh yeah, there's a one that's not messed up. But actually, he is messed up. He's just yeah. the least the, messed up we can yeah, think of. The walls. Um, <laughs> but you know what? That's why we love them. Because they have real problems. And they're dealing with them in their own way. And loose. Has a drug problem. Why am I gravitating towards yeah. all the characters that have drug problems? <laughs> but the good thing is about these characters is you can hate them and not feel bad about it. Like, yeah. you can be so angry at something they do and be like, I'm expecting it. <laughs> oh, like, every time I pick up a new book in the Unsainted series, I'm like, right, what's Luce going to do now? Like, what is yeah. he going to get wrong now? It's like, I love Luce's character, but he's probably one of the ones that pisses me off the most. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. But in a good way, because I want to read more about what he's going to do next. Oh, yeah. When we pick up the series, I'm like, okay, what's he going to do? Yeah. To be fair, though, I'm saying Luce is my favourite. But is he my favourite from that series? See, in that series, so some of my male favourite characters... I have three. Yeah. One of them is the most messed up of all, Max. Max. <laughs> I mean, naturally. Obviously. And then, well, Daddy Max. <laughs> Daddy Max. I feel like I can't really say Max without saying that first. You've got to say Daddy Max. I don't recognise him as anything else. Well, every other KV fan out there who's listening to this will not acknowledge him as anything other than that yeah. as well. But um, then in the Unsainted series, it is Mav, because I just the love same. him. That's what I, I love saying. Mav. And also, controversial one, Jeremiah. Nah. See, that's not controversial. Well, it's not controversial. It's more so the fact is he's not like my favorite. Ca- he's like, he is. He's my favorite one to hate. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. I want his redemption. Would. But we're probably I, never going to get it. Yes, we are. I mean, book seven is his. I know, but did he ever really get redeemed? <laughs> we don't know. Well, you haven't read like like Grim Death. No, you I need, actually haven't read the like newest one. Because, uh, well, <laughs> so. Um, She's just sat there like, are you going to hate Jeremiah after this? <laughs> no, no, he's, he's, like, this isn't a spoiler, he's not in, like, Grim Death. But in terms of, like, redemption arcs and stuff, KV in, like, Grim Death has tied a lot of strings together. Yeah. That's just, the thing, like, made, how big is this so lines, connected? Like, yeah. She's... She's resolving a lot of worries for, for readers as well as creating new worries. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can really say on that. But all I can say is my favourite character is, is Mav in that I love series. Mav. He is my favourite male character. Well, actually, he's my favourite character in that series, not even male or female. He's my favourite one in the series. Which is funny that you say that because The Cruelest Chaos, which is his book, which is book three. Which was actually one of my favourite books of the series. That wasn't my favourite. It wasn't it wasn't my least favourite that she's wrote. I don't think I don't think I've got a least favourite. Because they're all up there with one of the best dark romance reads I've I've like ever read. But I will actually say I have a least favourite, which you're gonna hear. I think I've told her it before, is my least favourite is actually ecstasy. 
yeah, you have told me this. When, when I love the characters when I was and all that. About, but it's because, um, <laughs> I enjoyed the book still. That book changed my life. So <laughs> what you're saying is that you don't like my life. <laughs> well, just a little we're gonna bit. Have, we're going to have like a two-week break again because I can't even bet to look at her right now. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I still love it. It's just my least favourite out of the ones I love. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, yeah. But Crow's Chaos, I think, out of all of the Unsainted that are out so far. But then again, oh, I did love reading about Mav. Yeah, I see, that's and probably, not, that's probably why it was my favourite, because yeah, I love Mav. <laughs> I, love, I do love Mav. I love drawing Mav. I've drawn a couple of Mavs in my life. Plus... I feel like with his character as well, um, I, I don't even know how to explain it. With his character, I feel like it's a a little less hate <laughs> for his actions. Really, like what? Like you can't hold him responsible. <laughs> no, no, you can definitely hold him responsible. No, but also, I feel like he's the first one that regrets some actions in that series. You need to read like Grim Dad. No, but like I'm gonna go before that, okay? In the first few books, I feel like his character development moved quite fast. Like his character arc. He has from the first book. He has more of an obvious moral compass. Yes. Than the rest of them. That's what I'm trying to that was what I was trying to say, okay. We should probably just cut the last five minutes out of me trying to search for words for something that could be explained so simply. Yeah. He has more more of a obvious moral compass yeah and I feel like his character arc was more obvious from the beginning it's faster <laughs> maybe it's just because some of the like, some of the rest of them just don't show that they've got any yeah, morality at and they make like the same stupid mistakes <laughs> honestly and the same like misunderstanding like that I think is like I love it but hey, my biggest thing what, miscommunication. is miscommunication yeah. and yet with these books miscommunication is just full of it and it's what like it's expected in these books so it yeah. doesn't make me hate it as much yeah you definitely need to read like grim death <laughs> i know the, the eyes that you're giving me right now yeah you're just like, like zoe i can't even tell you're and i struggle to look people in the eyes so the fact that i'm like staring in your soul <laughs> basically everything i'm saying now is just like you're gonna change your mind <laughs> honestly like grim death was a game changer well if it makes me hate maths then i don't ever want to read it <laughs> Oh, well, it'll make you hate and love each of the characters more and less as you go on. Like, so Steph, who we've mentioned quite a few times, Steph Wondering Pages, is... I read Light Grim Death with Steph at the same time, and me as well, and... Yeah, I remember you was talking about it in the group chat. Yeah, like, every time, because I read faster than Steph, but every time I was getting to, like, a new bit, we had, like, a people we liked and people we didn't like list... (laughs) And the characters were changing from each list. And that's what I love about Kaylee's writing. It's like, her characters... Personally, I, I don't hate any of her characters. I love to hate them, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, because I know a that's lot more of people... so I hate the choices rather than... Yeah, I think that's it. Like, a lot yeah. of people, like, potentially dislike Ella, for example, which is Mav's, like love interest girlfriend gotta admit she's one of my least favorite characters in the series but i like i she that's another one like i love to hate our choices like some yeah of, some of the ways that she goes on it's ridiculous and me like no immediately i read it and i get my back up i'm like oh i can't believe she's done that but then really if you put her if you put yourself in her shoes what she was going through you'd be like you'd probably act the same she's the most realistic in terms of how she reacts in my opinion so basically, she's the most sane in how she reacts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like if you compare some of the stuff that she does in comparison to some of the stuff that Sid does, so for those people that haven't read it, Sid is Luce's um, love interest, which is also the main female character, probably throughout the entire Unseen yeah. series at this point. Um, but she is, like, basically what everything revolves around to start off with. A lot, a lot of the ways that she reacts... In all of the books, even like Grim Death. Oh, she annoys me as well. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, like, but a lot of people put Sid on this, like, pedestal. Oh, no, she's never been on that pedestal for me. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely on that pedestal for Steph. Steph. Steph loves her. Steph loves Sid. And don't get us wrong, I love Sid as well. However, some of the things that she's done and the way that she's reacted, 
I'd be like, I, I am like, what, what on earth are you doing? Where when some of the things that Ella's done and the way Ella's reacted, I'm kind of like, I would probably do the same. As much as I don't like it, because every time every every character reacts differently in a KB Rose book, I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> but then I'm also like, mm, how would I react? They're in such a high pressured environment yeah. constantly. Like, but yeah, that is the, that is the biggest. I think Luce or Jay is the biggest, like, this is like a team. It's kind of like bloody Twilight. Like, it's kind of like... like instigators. Uh, like, are you team Luce or are you team Jay? And then people are like, are you team Sid or are you team Ella? And I feel like... I don't think that you can compare Sid and Ella. You can in terms of... Oh, no, that's a spoiler. Yeah, no, don't spoil <laughs> I know what you're going to say with that. But also, All the readers will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's not to that. I don't think that you can really be on a team for one or the other with them. More so for the fact that the they're so different in their storylines. Yeah. No, I know. I think it's. I think the main comparison that people are making is that they are the two girls. Yeah, are they are the two series. main girls yeah. in the series. Um, but yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how the series goes on because that actually brings us on to our next. Um, like segment kind of thing um is just basically just our anticipated reads so for me it is the second book in the cycle of series yes, naturally unrepentant oh also this is just a blanket over this entire segment Kaylee rose does not tell you when she's going to be releasing books um it's actually a good thing <laughs> because she does not release a book until she is 100 percent happy with it and a lot of her books have been delayed on the back of this, um, which is completely fine by me because the stuff she has been releasing in the yeah. last two years has been absolutely phenomenal. You can tell that when you read one of the books because every single word on that page is needed. Yeah. Like, there's no filler words. There's nothing that happens in those books that isn't... Like, yeah. You know if you read a scene that might not like make sense at the mm -hmm. time, you know it's got like five... Five books, even in a different series, it's going to make sense. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like Grim Death, which is book five of the Unsainted series, that was meant to be a novella. That was meant to be a short novella to tie you over yeah. until Order of Rain, which was meant to be book five. But now, like Grim Death, is split up into two parts because it was going to be over, I think it was like 1,200 pages. Oh my god. So she then split it into two parts. So we've got Light Grim Death 1 and then Light Grim, which is out. Which is out. basically what happened with Ominous as well, isn't it? Yeah, so Ominous was meant to be one book. So it was meant to be Ecstasy first. That came out. I don't know if when Ecstasy came out, she was actually planning on continuing the series. Because if you do read Ecstasy, it does end. It, um, it, it's not really a cliffhanger. I would say it's, 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 it's a standalone. Yeah, it's open to interpretation, that ending. Um, But it, it could definitely be read as a standalone. And yeah. then... And then, because I'd started following KV when I started reading Ecstasy. So I read that. I think I read that in the July of 2020. Um, so there was nothing, like, on our socials or anything about, like, Ominous coming out or Sinister, which is book three. Well, it'll be book four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ominous was meant to be one book and it was meant to be set before Ecstasy. And then Sinister is the next well, was meant to be the next book which is set after ecstasy um but ominous was that big it had to get split up and even though ominous part one is a chunky boy every single word in that book needed to be there like 100 imagine like having a brain as complex as kv's honestly I, how I'd does she keep everything in line in her I'd head love to be a fly on the wall inside her brain as yeah. creepy as that sounds i just want to do we it. love her brain <laughs> yeah we love katie if you listen we love your brain yeah <laughs> but it's not just that like each of her books like each character and all that there's such like a an in-depth psychological aspect to everything that she yeah. writes and she does like like i said earlier she goes into details about like the dark parts of the world yeah. and of your mind of like your thoughts and to have that in so much detail in all the books yeah it's just insane that's the thing like especially because i feel like out of all of them ominous is 
I think even when I wrote my review for Ominous, I even said, like, this is not a romance. Like, this, sorry, this isn't a dark romance. Like, in your stereotypical, what you would imagine dark, this is, like, psychologically dark. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just, it was really, um, it wasn't, like, difficult to read in terms of, like, that would be a flaw. Because it was, it was spectacular. It was fantastic. But, like, it was difficult to, like, comprehend how people's minds work yeah and it was like it's because you know that it's very real like the like the way Eli thought and acted it totally like blew you away um but yeah so <laughs> it's like everyone loves watching documentaries about getting inside the heads of serial killers and yeah. psychopaths and stuff and it's just like well that's what we love about dark romance and like dark psychological thrillers which mm-hmm. is Basically, I think all of her books have an aspect of that. Yeah, I mean, ecstasy especially, because there is, this isn't a spoiler, there is a lingering um, whodunit about a murder yeah. in ecstasy. Um, and it's like none of the characters are reliable. Yeah. It's like, so basically in all of the books, none of the narrators are reliable. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it interesting. And that's why I think, because KV does this in, especially um, her, I know I keep on bringing it back, but it's like the most recent one that I've read, but like Grim Death, that has like seven POVs, I think. Mm. Hang on. Count on the fingers again. Six. Six? Six POVs. I'm sure I've said this before. You're looking at me with a question. You're like, I haven't read it, right? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I've said this before. Um, yeah, it's got like six POVs, I think. Um, but you need every single one. And the fact, and it's because they are so unreliable. So you'll see something from Luce's eyes, for example, and that will be contrived in a completely different way from Mav's eyes. Yeah, like each, it's not so much that, it's like how you perceive the characters as well as yeah. how you take what they're, like how the character's written in. Yeah. Um, God, we're making this sound so complicated, but it really is. <laughs> <laughs> It's like complicated in a way that you'd love though. It's not yeah. complicated to like it's difficult to read. It's I potentially will... one of the easiest series I've read because yeah. I just I have like uh, like so much faith in KV's writing. I know that when... I know I'm gonna enjoy the book if I yeah. pick it up. I know I'm gonna be invested. Aha. Uh-huh. Like literally when I got um when I got like Grim Death sent me, I was like I'd done like an all nighter to finish it because I just I didn't want to put it down. Because there was just so much happening. I will never be able to read a KV book in parts, in breaks. I don't know how people do it. I would have to do it in one sitting. I have done it. Every single book I've read of hers, I've read in one sitting. That's the thing. So she's um, got a newsletter and that's where she posts a lot of her updates. But she'd done something last year, which was really cool, which started releasing like parts of just a random story that wasn't connected to anything. Um, It was called The Glass. Um, or Ver- Verglas? Verglas? I always pronounce it as Verglas. Verglas? But I had no idea, like, probably butchering it. I know, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's spelled V-E-R-G-L-E-S, so Verglas, I don't yeah. know. Um, but she'd done that in part on our newsletter, and I purposefully didn't read it. I wouldn't have been able to. Because, like, the newsletter, I'm sure it was, like, once a month, maybe, that the Oh, no, that's cruel. So, and don't get us wrong, the parts were still a hefty chunk. And I think at the end, she was like... Because at first, she wasn't sure whether she was going to release it as, a, like, an actual novel or if she was just going to do, like, these parts of her newsletter. And then she ended up releasing it. And I was like, thank Christ, because I swear... And now you can read it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's actually the last book that I read by her. But that is also phenomenal. Um, she created her own game, like, her own sport... Um, I can't really say much, but like she created, she created. It was it. She there's like a there's like a category for it in books. I can't remember what it is. Though. It's probably just gonna be like sport creation. I don't know. She created her own sport. Yeah, so she created her own sport. <laughs> but like, and it felt it's like a really dangerous sport, and like, it's it's really good. But that has like kind of like a love triangle or a triangle of drama. I'm just going to keep calling them a triangle of drama because I don't like love triangles. So. I feel like her characters love in a different way to any yeah. of the characters that I've read. Well, it's like we said, like they're not typically romance. So. No. I will say out of 
all the series that I've read of hers that the These Monstrous Ties series, I feel like that's the more dark romance of her series. Because yes. that's like organised crime syndicate. Yeah. Cults. Cults. Or well, everything cults. dark in the world's thrown in there. Yeah. Human trafficking's in there too. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm just going to put in the description of this episode. It is completely full of spoilers. So, listen to your own. Your I own. feel like I just need to get all of that dark stuff out there as well as like a trigger warning to anyone reading this. Yeah. To like go in, if they want to read the books, I'm like, yeah. these are the dark things that the... Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, like it doesn't gloss over it. No. But it's not graphic. Yeah, it's not like I've read. I've read graphic ones, but it's not that graphic. Not no. Yeah, it's more so like the emotional side of the impact yes. in that as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but to be fair, she does have a lot of books planned that range from quite dark romance, like quite dark aspects, to more psychological. Again, yeah. Um, like the it's the psychological side of it all that I love the most out of it. I love reading them because, like, I finished them and I'll sit there. Like after I finished Ominous, I didn't write my review for like three weeks. I feel like you need a process. Well, like that's the thing. Bearing in mind, I'm on. Well, I wasn't on our team. I'm now on our street team. But like at the time, I'm sure like a PA had put on like, oh, the reviews need to be in by this time. And like I had a message came in, I was like, I cannot even think of writing anything right now. I feel like that's why it doesn't bother me that there's so much time in between series, um, in between books. Yeah. Because I feel like you need that break. Yeah. To mentally prepare for the next oh, book. I needed like the fact that hang on, when did when did I get like written death? Was that September? I think Well, it it's like was in unorthodox. Because, like I, like I said, I read it, like, end of 2020, and there's a massive cliffhanger at the end of it. I would not have been able to go straight into the next book. Yeah. I mean, I would have wanted to, but I feel like it's probably best for my psyche and my own emotional, like, yeah side of it that I didn't. <laughs> it's been, like, nearly three years since yeah. that one now. Um, yeah, so, like, Grim Death come out, well, part one come out in September. So I read it in September. And... She hasn't released a published date for part two, but I, I believe it's with our editor, or it might be with our editor now. Um, so that should be in the next couple of months. I needed that break, because if she released part, part two in like November, for example, after I'd had like finished it in September, it probably would have broke us. <laughs> I, need, I need to read fluffy books in between. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think I went straight into like a comfort MM read. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I feel like it's human nature to like and want to read and know like the dark side of mm. things. But then also, if you go too much down that spiral, you're just like, you need to climb out. <laughs> well, that's the thing because I read like as I mentioned earlier the Unseated series. I think all four books were out. So that's these monstrous ties, pray for scars, the cruelest chaos, and boy of ruin. Boy of ruin. Yeah, boy of ruin. All I think boy of ruin had just come out, so I read them back to back, and then obviously I finished on boy of ruin. And if you haven't read them, ugh. <laughs> if you have read them though, you'll understand my pain. Like boy of yeah. ruin rips you apart. I'm still not over it. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like grim death kind of mends that wound yeah i feel like i need to pick that one up soon i'm ready <laughs> you, you do need to read after it. after talking about all the books <laughs> yeah. now i'm like right i'm you're ready gonna and you're gonna read it. um yeah but other in terms of other like books to come there is one that i'm quite excited for she's actually she's been posting on our socials if you don't follow up you should she's been posting on our socials um that she's wanting to try and like Try some different types of genres, like, if that makes sense. So... Do you know what I want? Go on, then. If KB, if you listen to them. <laughs> I would love her take 
on a fantasy or like a dark fantasy or like an urban fantasy because I feel like it would just be insane. I think she's really good at world building. She is. And like, character build, like yeah. her character work is some of the best. And like the I've fact read. that they're all inter- interconnected. Yeah. And... It's like, this isn't really a spoiler because, but all of her series, I feel like there's nods to each one. Yeah, well, no, it's kind of like Sarah Jamas. Like, there's always like nods to other. She series. does actually say at one point that some of them are. Well, I think all of them might be in the same world. Yeah. Um, well, enough for two that are definitely in the same world. Yes. <laughs> but three. I'm not gonna say which one. Three. Ooh. <laughs> that's a, that's a little hint for me. <laughs> I'm sure it is three. Yeah, I know of two. I must have missed one. Yeah, it is three. Oh, I've missed one. I've missed one. You have. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely three. Um, so this one is um, coming in March, and it's a romantic thriller. So it's called Summer Hill. Oh. Um, or Welcome to Summer Hill. Yeah, no, Summer Hill. Um, so what? This sounds so funny, but what I love most about it is, and she's actually put this as one of like the reasons to read, is nearly every character is over the age of thirty. And I just appreciate that so much. Well, after next week, I will be in that group. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, it is Zoe's birthday next week. The big 3-0. She is hitting 30. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of made it this far and still remained a child. Honestly, you need to be thriving in your 30s. Yeah. I've heard that that is the, it's the decade that, that people come in. I'm so proud of myself that my Peter Pan syndrome has lasted this long. Amazing. <laughs> But yeah, so every character is 30 plus. Nearly every character. Um, so it is a standalone, but she does say that it connects to um, Alexandria, which is where Unseen it takes place, um, for Glass. Oh. And C&V, which hasn't come out, but she's been hinting at it for ages. It's one of those that she has been slowly working on. And that's an age gap, but the other way around. So the woman is older. Ah. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. I'll I'll read the synopsis to that afterwards. Um, but yeah, so this is a romantic thriller. So I think that's going to be good. Um, oh, so it's actually going to be more romance in this one then. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because... Maybe we'll root for the romance <laughs> and not hate ourselves as much. <laughs> the tropes that she puts down is um, new money, old money, found family, real family, family drama, multiple POVs, um, and crime. Oh, so, I feel like she gets crime, the crime side of books, down really well. Oh, yeah. Because she <laughs> she's not scared of, uh, da- like, writing about the nitty-gritty of the crime. Definitely not. Like, the darkness of it. Yeah, so she said that that one's coming in March, which is next month. That might change. Um, but, yeah, that one actually sounds really good. But she's she was saying, like, she wants to, like, try different genres of romance yeah like different types of romance the um c and v i'm just trying to see if there's a, a synopsis on goodreads yeah um, i feel like she'd be really good at a murder mystery yeah she do, that's the thing she does like like there's aspects of it in the like room of yeah. but like I feel like if she did one that was purely a murder mystery, it would just be insane 100%. with the amount of like twists and turns that would be in it definitely I'm trying to find... Oh, hang on now. Is this... We're basically just saying KV can write anything and we'll love it. <laughs> she literally can. Like, she's literally going to be... Like, in her writing, you can tell that she's just going to be so good at writing each of those books individually, like each of those tropes as well. Well, that's the thing, because she put something on her Facebook asking what people would like... At this, um, what would what people would like to see her write. Um, and it wasn't like a guaranteed, like, oh, I'm going to do it. But it was like, you know, just to like... Just interested, test the waters. yeah. And me straight away, I was just like, M.M. <laughs> I want even sapphic. I feel like M.M., sapphic, anything anything gay. I wish she's trans. got hints of it in the stories. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I said it. And then she would, I think like she did like reply to a comment or something. Because a lot of people had said it. And she was like, I've never said no. Like, I do want to like eventually have a look at it. But I was like, mm, I think she would just, perfection. She would write that. So good. I... I can I can already imagine like a sapphic because she writes her female characters in such a different way. Personally, I think I think her female characters are not something that you want to aspire to be. 
Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, because I feel like a lot a lot of the times, and fantasy is quite bad for this, the female character is always, like, the chosen one, like... Yeah. The, the it gets one a bit, like... Repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. So I like, some, when someone, like, steps out of that... Um, yeah. Yeah, like, straight away, like, oh, love it. Yeah. I like the morally grey female characters. Like, move like, aside morally grey men. Yeah. Where's the morally grey women? <laughs> They're, like, some of my favourite characters to read and write yeah. about, like... 100%. Like, <laughs> I think she would write a really good sapphic. Imagine two morally grey women, like... I don't even have to imagine it. I can already just picture it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no shits given. Oh, it would be so good. But, yes, so... I was a little keyboard warrior um, on the Facebook <laughs> post. I was like, write everything gay. <laughs> Make them all love each other. <laughs> I was like, coming for people. I just get no, they need to love each other. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> it just threw us off. Yeah, um, she is also releasing... The Fells, which is in the same world as The Glass. She's doing that on her newsletter currently, but that will be its own Yeah, group. I've seen her post about that. Yeah, the cover is really cool. Um, it's she, like everything she posts is just so aesthetically pleasing as well. Well, that's the thing, because uh, if you follow her on Instagram, you'll see that she posts a lot of like photos that she takes herself. Yeah. And she's a really good photographer. And like some of the things that she posts, like... She'll go for a walk in the cemetery and she'll take a photo and I'll be like, I, I would see that on Pinterest and like save it to like to like my dark, like my dark aesthetic page. <laughs> but if you do follow her on Pinterest, she a lot of her photos are her own. Like it's just she's good at building that aesthetic. I don't think I've seen her Pinterest. It, I think it was one of the first accounts I realised that I could follow on Pinterest. <laughs> I was like, oh you can follow people on Pinterest. KB Rose. <laughs> um but yeah, so I think when I've had a look, there's a total of seven books that she's made a nod to that she's thought about, started re- uh, started writing, maybe even just designed a cover for. Um, again, we don't really have any solidified release dates. But it's so exciting to know that there's so much variety coming. So much variety. One of them, which she did, she was going to release and then she pulled it back because she didn't feel like it was ready was did they break you? And the premise of that is potentially one of the darkest things I've ever read. Well, even from that title, I already know. I like oh. my my mind's going to play, especially considering everything we've talked about. What these books of hers entail? Yeah, I have a feeling I know what that's going to be about, and I'm going to be so psychologically scarred and not be able to put it down. <laughs> and Literally. then and then I'll hate myself after for loving it. <laughs> I think it was like, I think it was early 2021, she was talking about Did They Break You? And then I think she either wrote it fast or she had it, but then she she did have a pre-order up and I did actually pre-order it and then she cancelled the pre-orders because she said it wasn't ready, which is totally fine. But she had like a cover for it and everything, synopsis, cover, bang, bang. She was releasing teasers and like, she says it's still there. She says she will, she'll, she can't promise that she's going to release it or when she's going to release it, but she does have it. And, like, I always see it, like, if it's on my, like, want to read on Goodreads, I'm like, it's right there. Like, (laughs) it just sounds like it could be the dark... It might even be darker than the Sick Love series. Oh, my God. But in a completely different way. I I wonder if there's a synopsis. Um, Because she doesn't really update um, Goodreads, like... With synopsis and, uh, and stuff. Synopses? Synopses, okay. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm not very good at talking. Um, I think we've already established that we are the least professional people oh, to 100%. ever start a podcast. <laughs> right. So this is Since the... we can't pronounce words. <laughs> We're northern. Leave, leave us alone. Um, right, so this is the synopsis. Um, Remy Ocean is broken. With her oversized hoodies, orange hair, and that go-fuck-yourself smile. It's obvious. And I know why. It's my fault. It's our fault. If I could stay away from her, I would. I'd let that night go. Let her go. Let the charges and the dismissal and the justice she never got 
burn up oh into ash. God. But I can't. Someone needs me and me, I need her. But the good girl is starting to go bad. I'm starting to lose my mind. She's not mine anymore and I can't have that happen. Something bad happened to Remy and I'm the one who fucking did it. Mic drop. Oh my God. Mic drop. That is going to be dark. <laughs> just look at your face right now. Just... Because I know that I'm going to pick it up and yeah. want to read it all and love it. And mm-hmm. yeah, also... I'm scared. <laughs> like, literally. It's like when people say we read to escape. We do. With these ones, you haven't got a choice. You do escape into that world. You take on everything. You feel everything in that book. That's the thing. It's one of those things that, like, when she first announced the synopsis and, like, the idea behind it, I was like, oh, my God. This is just something that hasn't really been done before. Like, it might have been hinted at in other books and stuff like that, but... I just know that KV would just absolutely smash it out of the park. Um, All I can say is I'm already rooting for that girl. Remy. To get her revenge on. Yes! To like full on take back everything and get her revenge on and just be a boss ass bitch. Yeah. But yeah, so but that that one is, is probably not even in line to be published anytime soon. I feel like does... that would take me a few years to prepare to read it. Yeah. <laughs> she um so she's got I think what's coming up most recent will be like Grim Death Part Two, The Fells, um, Ominous no, sorry, Sinister, which mm-hmm. is the third hang on. The yes. fourth book in the Ecstasy series. Well technically it's the third because the Ominous last is, two books are yeah. a two parter of yeah. one book. Um, and then Order of Rain, which is Jeremiah's book in the Unsainted series. Them are like a main ones, and then obviously Unrepentant as well. Um, See, I'm going to have to go and read like Grim Death. You're going to have to. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't yet. It came out in September. I know, but I just like tried not to read as much Dark Rose. I know, but it's like... <sighs> It's mainly because, like, with me, I go through phases of reading dark romance, then I'll get into a fantasy phase, and I'll read just fantasy. Yeah. Then I'll get an urban fantasy phase, and then I'll go back into the other phase. It's like a we cycle. We're a mood reader. <laughs> but I can't read one of everything at the same time. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, it's not something that I can do. Oh. You need me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like one last thing to mention about the author in general is that she is a wonderful person. Um, she was the first author that I... So I, when I started Bookstagram, I used to put reviews on. And, like, you know, you'd tag the author, but you'd just know that you would never get a response. That's no yeah. fault to and the Yeah, and then we all, like, fangirl when we get one. Yeah. Um, KV was the first author that actually responded to a review. Um, and she actually followed me back on the back of a review. And she is that type of person. She has a lot of time for our readers. Yeah. Um, she is very, um, what's the word, like, explanatory? Explanatory? <laughs> I'm so bad at speaking I'm, like, English. trying to think about what you're trying to say. <laughs> like, she, she, like, explains, up front. Like, yeah, upfront. Yeah. Okay, so it's just ignore the explanatory. <laughs> um, she is so upfront about how she's feeling, what she's doing, if she's taking a break, all that kind of stuff. She's very, yeah, she's very honest about it. Yeah. And she doesn't have to be, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't, as a reader, you don't demand answers from the authors. Um, But she just does it anyway because she wants to be real and she wants to just kind of set the scene. Like, even when, like, she's talking about moving release dates and stuff like that, like, it's totally understandable. But she makes it even more understandable because she just explains, she just speaks to you like a human and it's great. I feel like also because of the content area of what she writes about like we've been saying we need breaks before yeah. we so if you think like when she's writing that stuff she's fully immersed in that yeah. world for like for us it only takes us like a day or two yeah. to read those books like we're immersed in that world for that time only mm-hmm. she's immersed in that world for like years yeah <laughs> months years like mm-hmm. just to go back to it and all that so Honestly, I can I completely know. understand the breaks <laughs> in between yeah um 
But there's so much to take from her books. Like, as, I, as I've mentioned about four times during this episode now, um, Ecstasy was absolutely life-changing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only that, her music, her she, so she writes like a playlist for the books that she listens to. And her music choices are amazing. Like, <laughs> she has such a good taste in music that a lot of the bands that I now listen to is probably because of her book playlist. And I've still got them saved on my phone. Like the, so the band that I was talking about in episode one or two, don't really rise me. Oh, I'm running my eyes. Um, I first heard through Hayley's playlists like three years ago and now I'm obsessed with them. Not even a little bit either. I'm getting them tired. Oh my God. <laughs> she says this while she's sat in a hoodie of that band. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm getting the logo tattooed on my wrist, but... That's a story for a different day. Um, but yeah, so she is she is a very inspirational person. She is also someone who's very private online. But in the same sense, she's very private. But I feel like I know her. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like, like we don't know anything about her life, which is totally fine. But then you could speak to her and you'd feel like... Yeah, so she's private, but not in a standoffish way. It's like, yes, yeah. uh-huh. And she's definitely not standoffish at all. She's very, she's very um, approachable. I would say, personally, anyway. Yeah. But I, I feel like I've got a good relationship with her, and I, I honestly feel like this Spotlight episode is just a massive thank you to a wonderful author who is yeah. a hard worker and does just, a lot like, of good work. We just wanted work. to appreciate. Yeah. Like, but also, like, introduce everyone else who is, like, especially for people who love dark romance and dark reads. Like, yeah. Dark, these books are something that you just, you have to read. She's an author who, if someone says, I'm looking to read a dark romance, or I love dark romance, give me a wreck, her backlog is the first thing yeah. I would say. Like, have you read Kaylee Rose? If you haven't, here's the backlog. Yeah. <laughs> read them. <laughs> it's like we said, like, we've touched, we've basically been very upfront about everything that's included, the dark parts of it, yeah. um, which I think is... Like Ray said before, it's like there's darkness in it and stuff, but because it's just written so well and there's other aspects into it, it everyone can read them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> everyone can read That's the thing. I feel like I've read darker, but not in a bad way or anything, but like I feel like this is like a nice step into dark yeah. romance. Because it is dark, but it's not... Ex- is it exaggerated? It's not exaggerated. It's like not. It's... <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's not graphic. It's not like... But it is some of it, though. I think it's just not in your face every page. Yeah. Like, it's not one big, massive, graphic Massacre. darkness pool. <laughs> it's like there's, there's, the graphicness that's in there is it's needed to be there, if that makes sense. Yeah. It kind of, like, resonates with the story. It's not just thrown in there for the sake of it to make it darker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just babbling now at I know, this point. Just, I feel like we're, we're seeing it's dark romance, but then we're like, well, it's not dark. It's, it's a romance, isn't it? It's, I mean, it is dark. We're definitely dark. saying it's dark. Yeah, but it's not your stereotypical dark yes. romance. Yes. <laughs> what are we ro- even talking about? It's the about? romance side of it. It's dark obsession. <laughs> it's dark obsession. Okay, she's creating our own genre. <laughs> um... But yeah. We I, just don't want to justify it as a romance, really. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> I mean, the only romance... Is the romance between me and Eli. So, back off, ladies. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I mean, if I met any of her characters... I'd run in the opposite I'd be running, yeah. screaming. I'd be like, oh, they're really attractive. And then I'd go, I'd wait like, a second. They're hot. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll, like, do something or say something, and I'm like, bye. If I saw the unsainted characters walking towards me, whether it was in a dark alley or even in public, in a really public area. I'd probably just area, be stood drooling for a while. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, that's like a group of really attractive people. Like, what? And then I'd notice the bandanas, the like all black attire. <laughs> and I'd be like, mm, I'm actually going to leave. Actually, at that point, I'd probably be like, they're even hotter. <laughs> and then I'll hear about some things and then I'd be like, ah, oh, my brain is horrible to me and I need to leave. <laughs> I need to leave. Goodbye. Um, Yeah. so uh, basically the premise of this episode the summary of this episode sorry is if we met a character written by Katie Rose in real life we would run in the other direction yes but we would first ogle them yes 
Oh. From afar. From afar. <laughs> and then we'd want to find out everything they'd done in their lives and read it about it in a book. So. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Did they break you? Did we... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that one I'm so intrigued by, but at the same time, I am a bit scared of it. Yeah, I think Katie is. Um, yeah. She's like, <laughs> I think that's why she didn't actually publish it. Yeah, so thank you for listening to us ramble about our love. Fangirl. For Gaby Rose <laughs> and her books. Yeah. Because we are massive fangirls about it. But if you do end up picking up one of her books, come tell us about it. Yeah. Send us a message. Let us know. Let us know what you liked. Yeah, we love to fangirl, as you can tell, so come fangirl with us. Yeah, and if you are KV and you are listening to this, I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Please still be my friend. (laughs) We've just blurted everything out that's in our brain. Yeah, (laughs) we had no plan, okay? We just wanted to acknowledge you. To be fair, we purposely didn't have a plan for this one because I feel like when you're doing something like this, you kind of just, you just want to talk about what you loved about it, just yeah. there and then. And it's kind of spoilery, kind of not, but if you've made it this far, then, and you haven't read them, then it's your own fault, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I've spoiled everything for you. Um, but if you also want us to do a different author that you like, or even just a, you love Kavery Rose this much, maybe you would like this author, then yeah, let us know. Yeah, so tune in next Sunday for our special for Zoe's birthday. We are going to be doing um our top 30 reads. For my 30th? 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But Come celebrate know. me getting old. No, 30 is not old. But yeah, okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.